We're back. The Whiskey Hue, a podcast from three brown startup enthusiasts that pull back the curtain on business, culture, and side pieces. <laughs> Not that type. We're talking emerging media, e-games, cannabis, blockchain, without the bullshit, and most importantly, over whiskey. America calls Clyde Black, Athul Brown, and Anthony somewhere in the confusing middle. With three brothers, various shades of brown, bringing you the latest in tech, business, and startups, mixed with a ton of sarcasm. Cue the music. That, was that was that my? Well, I didn't know we were gonna still do the music. <laughs> Just do whatever. Do whatever. Anthony is on plan, ladies and gentlemen. But we have a special treat today, so we'll get right into it. We have Jimmy uh, Cole, who's a brand Yay. ambassador from a special whiskey. Uh, today, I want to let her introduce it. We're going to be doing a live tasting on the Whiskey Hill. I mean, we talk about business, tech, and culture, but most importantly, over whiskey, as I mentioned in the opening, today we want to kind of focus on whiskey. Uh, we we have this great treat. We're going to be walking through it. We're going to be getting, like, as I like to say, edumacated uh, <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on some whiskey. And uh, welcome, Gemma. Welcome to the Whiskey Hill. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. And virtually enjoying some drums with you guys. Yeah, so right. I heard actually that um, you are already fans of this particular whiskey. Yes. Are all of you? Yes. Yes. Those two, I'm, I'm the novice whiskey drinker out of the three of us. So yeah, like I, I'm learning new whiskey every day. And so <laughs> if you might see me get excited as we're drinking, so I'm really- that's, Anthony's, that's Anthony's our orange juice guy. People to get <laughs> excited when you're drinking whiskey. So what we're actually going to taste today is Aberlauer single malt scotch whiskey. And you guys have received little kits. I believe you've got three different whiskeys in front of you. Amazing. So, yeah. We're going to go through the range that, that you have in front of you. It's not the entire range that we actually make. It's a portion of the range. Um, stuff? We want to make sure it's all the good stuff. We give you all the like the, the dregs, you know, all the leftover stuff that nobody else wanted. Cancel call, yeah. Oban. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was wonderful. So I gave you, um, specifically gave you one whiskey that, uh, I find super, super interesting, and it's probably the least well-known in our range, but really yeah. exciting. Um, and then we've also got two cask-strength whiskies that are equally uh, fantastic in their own right, completely different from each other. Um, super exciting. You may or may not have tasted them before. I'm excited to see how, how you feel about them. We also do have a little water dropper for you guys, so that's more so for the cast strength whiskies that we're going to try and we'll talk about the use of water and if you should if you shouldn't um oh, it's okay personal opinion really but we can get there no, so no no water here Gemma. no water here i take it right you know like, i i i like to grow hair on my chest okay so <laughs> there's there's varying schools of thought on this but we have time we can do we can do a little uh experiment and see what you prefer Okay. Yeah, let's do that. And most important, you know, don't leave out the fact that for this tasting specifically for us, we decided to fly to another country. Yeah. Just for- I'm in another country. Just I'm, in, I'm actually in Ireland as we speak. Oh. In it. my childhood home in Ireland. <laughs> Drinking you know, with uh, you guys. Irish. 
Right. Yes, and we're drinking scotch whiskey, but we're you know <laughs> like lovable cousins, so yeah, yes. uh, we're all we're all family. So awesome. if you haven't, get yourself the sample that says Kazganam. Okay. And pour okay. that one. That's going to be our first tasting. Pour that into your glass. About how much should we pour? Are you directing us or can we just do our thing? No, this is your bottle. You oh, okay. decide. Bam. Anthony, oh. don't drink it out of the bottle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't drink it out of the bottle. Pour oh, all right. How much is in your actual bottle? Oh, I don't know. How many? We're going to make you sound amazing oh, and you say got- you sent us five liter bottles, but um, no, I'm just kidding. But I don't know. What, what size is this? Yeah, that's uh, good. Uh, Mine is, uh, a, is a little less for than your bottle. So I've actually I would poured say- out. Pour a decent amount. Pour yourself a good um, two ounce pour, like you would have with a, a normal. Excellent. If you were in a, a bar or restaurant, if you remember those days, mm. pour yourself two <laughs> ounces. Um, unfortunately, I have a confession to make because I'm at home in Ireland. Um, I do not have a fancy Glencairn glass like you guys oh, have, no. and if you're not familiar, Glencairn is a glass that was specifically designed for whiskey tasting. So. Right. You guys, being whiskey lovers, I'm sure that you've had this glass before, this style mm-hmm. of glass. Um, for your listeners that maybe haven't or can't, obviously can't see, um, the Glencairn glass is like a tulip-shaped whiskey yeah. glass, so it, it kind of tapers in at the top. Um, and the reason that this was designed for whiskey specifically is to kind of congregate those uh, aromas at the top of the glass so if you look at my glass, which is just a regular kind of rocks glass, mm-hmm. the mouth on it is so wide that when I put my nose over this glass, I don't get anywhere near as much aroma as I would get with a smaller uh, uh, opening on the glass. So Gem- now we're all nose in the whiskey. And Gemma, Gemma, so they, you know, I think, and this is going to sound to incorporate other European Taste test tastes, you know, because you know, like with the French, you had to start soaking in sherry casks and all these things, right? Uh, and broadening that make it a sweeter bite for them. Uh, did they have different op- opening sizes at the top? Didn't they start doing that as well for these glasses that you're describing? So, yeah. So this one is specific to whiskey. If you mm-hmm. look at um, maybe like a sherry glass, yeah, sherry glasses are very different. Even if you look at wine in the wine world, um a particular style of wine, not just red or white, different, you know, you have a burgundy glass and you've got mm. all different types of glasses um, and lots of different ways to drink champagne as well. You know, you've got like the um, coupe, which would have been like the original way of serving. Um, some restaurants you would go to would serve in a, a champagne in a coupe. Some would serve them in a, um, I think it's a Bordeaux glass. Some of them yeah. still serve in a champagne flute. So yes, they do. Um, all of those experiences are, are going to alter how you interact with the beverage that's in your glass. Um, mm-hmm. And you might not know it at the time, you, you, you know, you'll enjoy it either way. But sure. if you were able to taste things side by side, so if you maybe you guys have like a, a, a normal glass in front of you as well. If you try to nose your whiskey in your Glencairn glass and then also nose it in a big rocks glass, Right away, you'll just you'll notice the difference that you can pick up much much more off the the Glencairn glass than you can off a, a typical rocks glass. Okay, nice. So this one, I don't know how much you know about Aberlour, but this is a 
a quick overview of what it is. So it's a single malt scotch. To be a single malt scotch whiskey, it has to be made in Scotland. It has to be aged in Scotland. It has to be at least three years old um, and aged in oak. And then outside of that, well, it has to be 100% uh, made from barley as well. So malted barley, nothing else. So outside of that, we can get a little playful. So what we do with Aberlour typically is that we double cask mature our whiskies. Um, and what that means is, again, you might be familiar with different terminology in the whiskey world. Um, sometimes you can hear expressions like triple woods, double woods, three wood influence. There's lots of different ways of saying things. And sometimes it can get a little bit confusing. So for us, the most important word is maturation, double cask maturation. So what that means is, when we make our new make spirit, that's that's what we like to call the whiskey before it's legally allowed to be called whiskey. Um, and it's a high proof, clear spirit that comes off the stills. When we get that, we put a portion of it into ex bourbon barrels or American oak barrels. Yep. And then we put another portion into European oak or ex Oloroso sherry barrels. And separately, we age those so they kind of rest in the warehouses side by side they don't touch each other until they're fully matured at least 12 year old 12 12 years 16 years 18 years and only after that time do we take a portion of each and marry them together Mm. and that is what our 12 year old would be or 16 or 18 year old so yeah, you marry together after? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Thor. No, mine's probably less sophisticated. Two, two, <laughs> two flavor prof, two characteristics because I've read everywhere for for a long time. American oak versus European oak, and that is a separate process. Many distilleries follow. Why is that? What's the taste profile? The maybe two distinguishing characteristics. So why they do that? that's a that's a really good question, um, and the reason. there's lots of reasons the reason we use american oak or ex-bourbon barrels is surplus right so the bourbon industry is only allowed to use uh new oak casks or virgin oak casks and they're never allowed to use those barrels again so for the bourbon industry that's waste that's that's huge waste on their part so irish whiskey scotch whiskey we take advantage of that and we purchase those what we like to call pre-seasoned barrels so we purchase them off the bourbon industry get them shipped back to scotland and then we can we put our liquid inside that so sorry my headphone just fell out of my ear um what american oak brings to whiskey is Lots of vanilla notes. You get a, a nice spice content to it as well, but you get lots of vanilla coming through off a of a bourbon cask or an ex bourbon cask, I should say, American oak. The difference between that and European oak or um, an ex Oloroso sherry cask. Have you tasted Oloroso sherry before? Or sherry in general? Yeah, not yeah. my thing, but so, yes, I have. <laughs> yeah, so there's a big difference, obviously, between. Fino sherry and a PX sherry. There's, they're very, very different from each other. Oloroso sherry is quite a sweet style of sherry. Um, and when that has been in the barrel, obviously it sucks into the wood. So when we put our liquid in, it starts to pull out the flavor of what was in that barrel before and it, it pulls out the flavor of the sherry. But also the density of the the wood, European oak and American oak are two different species of trees. 
No. So mm. the density of the wood is different. Therefore, yeah. how our whiskey or new mix spirit reacts in those barrels also differs. But a typical note for sherry would be nuttiness, um, spiciness in a kind of baking spice kind of way, like nutmegs, ginger, um, cinnamon, um, sweetness like dried fruits, you know, raisins and uh, dark cherries, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, what, that's definitely picking that up in this one. Mm. Um, I, I, I taste a little orange zest as well. It's exactly. one of the things I'm picking up, um, especially in the tasting. <laughs> he's he's you, a chef. Have you written the tasting notes before you got on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Here you go. His pinky's up the whole time. He's got it. He's got this, Gemma. So I have to explain this one to you because the, the, what I explained about the double cast maturation the reason I wanted you to try this particular whiskey, Kazganam, is because it's a triple cask maturation. So okay. it's got three okay. different fully matured whiskeys married wow. together. Okay, so so what's the third one? The third, so he goes well you know listen i i you know i sorry Gemma, nice. I, I just i just wanted to get all the information because now 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 i'm so intrigued as you explained it earlier i'm just like i'm, I'm all in it now i love these man. Clearly knows more you're converting them you convert them over there Gemma. yeah i'm i i'm because they they just told me not to inhale the whiskey right now to <laughs> make it through so i'm taking this very slowly so, <laughs> excuse me <laughs> uh, So what this one is actually, I probably should have said this before we drank the whiskey. This one is 48% ABV. So it's, it's not crazy high, but it's it's definitely higher or hotter than um, a lot of, of single malt batches. (laughs) So typically it has to be at least 40% ABV to be considered Scotch whiskey. So you, okay. a lot of times you'll get 40% will be, and that's true with Irish whiskey as well. So you'll you'll see 40% is the the base and then it kind of starts to go up after that. And the ABV is going to affect the flavor profile as well. So the higher the alcohol content, it changes how you pick up flavor on your palate. Um, and you'll know if you are a person that likes high proof whiskey or overproof bourbons, for instance, um, and you like that really hot kind of flavor profile, you might not appreciate whiskey that's at 40% ABV. You might think that it's a little um, yeah. too easy to drink. Anthony needs his eyes bloodshot when he's okay. done. Okay. With one right. glass. <laughs> so, Jeff, I knew he was going here because we've talked about other whiskeys, and I was like, ah, it's not putting any hair on my chest. So. <laughs> Does it, do you think that it has to yeah. No, 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 and that's and and this is this is the, this the, this is the problem with our conversation. I had I there's a whiskey that I was like I like it and a fool he, he's not a fan of. We just mess with him a lot. That's all. And, what, what? And, and, and ever since we talked about it like 20 episodes ago, he has to, he hasn't let it go. <laughs> 30 episodes in, we're still waiting for one hair to grow, and it's just, I'm playing. <laughs> no, no, this is we we uh, we have different t- like you know um, we're just evolving in our taste preferences yes. that's all exactly that's so what i always say the more you taste the more you taste and that's true with anything yeah whiskey wine food the more that you open your palate up and you continue to taste and taste and taste the more that you're able to pick up flavors so if you think if you imagine um a person or two people twins say twins and one twin decides to travel the world and travel all over the world and taste all different foods and try lots of different drinks and 
experience all these different cultures and the other twin stays at home and eats the same old typical American diet um, and doesn't really explore very often. Very good point. The, the, the twin that comes back from the travels, if they say they go to a wine tasting or a whiskey tasting together, that twin that was traveling could come back and say, you know what, this reminds me of saffron. I get like notes of... Uh, why pomegranate or you know like crazy tasting notes that the other twin would think she's crazy he's crazy i don't, I don't like, know Gemma. i feel like you're telling me i'm not well traveled right now I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm a he's Jeb, this, guy. Jeb, this is what I we do everywhere Jeb, this is what everywhere. we do clyde's the guy like he knows hey man this tastes like those fresh pair of sneakers i wear on a saturday when I play basketball for the first time with my two-year-old, he'll go that yeah. detail. So he's that he's good like that. But. I love those tasting notes. They're real, <laughs> real tasting notes. I'm I'm the one. I I go. Mm, that kind of that was a nice punch, or it was not as punch, but yeah. it was smooth. And I kind of like it. The description. I'm not as descriptive as Clyde is. It's a lo- um, It is hard, and it, I mean, even when I got into this industry, I remember thinking, hearing people talk about yeah. uh, descriptions of whiskeys and wines, and thinking. They're making that up. What are you guys talking about? They're making that up. There's no way. But you know, I'm using certain words like uh, um, one that really got me was tobacco. I couldn't understand for the longest time. I thought, why do they keep saying this? Tobacco? That's not like a very nice kind of descriptive (laughs) word. I I couldn't understand it. And then I was in a bar. I remember exactly where I was. It was in New York, actually. I was in a bar and I ordered a whiskey. I can't remember which whiskey it was, unfortunately, but I ordered a whiskey. And when it came, the overpowering note was um, like, you ever smell freshly rolled cigars? Mm. That kind of like, almost like wet tobacco. Kind of an interesting yeah. smell though. That's a nice smell though. It's a lovely smell. Yeah. That is, I got that off that particular whiskey and it was like a light bulb going off in my head. That's what they mean. Mm. That's what they're talking about. And I just, <laughs> I hadn't experienced it before. So I couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on it. And I think that's, that's what I mean by the more you taste, the more you taste, you, you will experience it yourself at some point. And then it'll be the, the light bulb moment. Like, oh. Now I get a thing with what they were talking about this whole time. And I, it still happens to me with Aberlauer, with whiskeys that I've tasted a hundred times before, um, because your palate is constantly changing. It's, it's depends on the day. It depends if you're, um, if you're feeling okay, if you've yeah. had lots of coffee that day, or you had like a super spicy food for lunch, that's Very all affecting your palate. So even if you have tasted one particular whiskey 500 times, each time your palate is going to be slightly different. And you may just pick up something that you haven't tasted before. And this whiskey that we're tasting right now, this is the one that gets me the most. Every time I taste that, I get something else. Mm. Um, recently, I got crazy, like super ripe banana notes off it. But I also get like anise, that kind of licorice flavor off it as well. Mm. Yes. If you look at the flavor notes on Aberlour's website, this particular whiskey basically covers everything that you can <laughs> think of. Anything that, that you might say about a whiskey except smoke or peat, mm. you'll yes. find in this whiskey. And you might not you might not find all of them, 
But between the three of you, I would imagine that you'd find most of them because yeah. you all start to taste different things coming through. So back to what this actually is, triple cast maturation. We have a tip, the typical bourbon barrel, um, which is bringing through those lovely vanilla notes. We've got the Oloroso sherry cask that's bringing in that spice and the dried fruit notes. And then we've also got a third cask, which is, <laughs> don't laugh, it's called a hog's head. <laughs> and it's a type right. of it's a <laughs> everyone just, laugh that one. oh you should have seen the tastings that i've done where people think like they look at you like you've got three heads <laughs> just say, a hog's head like a like an animal <laughs> i want to hear this interesting. <clears throat> so hog's head is a bigger version um so if you think a bourbon barrel if you imagine a whiskey barrel you're probably thinking of a bourbon barrel, an ex-bourbon barrel. Um, a hogshead would be slightly bigger than that. So it's the same height, but it would be slightly more rounded or fatter. So it holds more liquid. Mm-hmm. Um, and because the surface area gotcha. is bigger, it affects the maturation. So this barrel would have been an ex-bourbon barrel as well. It would have held bourbon in a previous life. Mm. But because the <clears throat> surface area is bigger, it, it changes the way that that whiskey uh, matures inside the barrel. So we take those three maturations, marry them together, uh, bring it to 48% ABV, and that is what you've got. Kazganam. So Kazganam means rare cask, and that is specific to the hog's head that we're using, the rare mm. cask. This will probably yeah. come up at some point. Oh, Clyde, you have, you have to go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I won't. If you have something, this is going to come up at some point, Gemma, because you sent us the water dropper. How does water and ice, so temperature and additional additional water, how does that magnify or change the taste? Yeah, I love this question. I get oh. excited about this question, but also nervous because... Too away from a sleep. All right. (laughs) There'll definitely be people that that disagree. But what I say is um, you're you're kind of getting to know your whiskey, right? So the first thing that you do, if you're tasting a whiskey that you've never tasted before, you want to smell it, smell it, smell it as much as possible before you actually taste it. So start nosing it. And the Glencairn glass is the perfect way to do that. People will tell you different ways to smell your whiskey, um, where you should place your nose over the glass. You can kind of play around with that as well. Some people like to do 12 o'clock at the top of the glass, 6 o'clock at the bottom of the glass, and you'll pick up different notes that way. Um, I personally like to put my nose over the glass, but breathe through your mouth and not your nose. So breathe in, and it's almost like you're tasting your whiskey. Oh, nice. And what that does is... Wow. It kind of cancels out the alcohol, so you're not taking a nose full of alcohol, but you're still getting your full olfactory systems working together here, so you're still getting that full experience. Um, and you can almost taste it without actually tasting it. So that's the first step. Get to know your whiskey. Okay. Second step would be taste it. I like to do three small sips. So the first sip, depending on, again, time of day, if you've had six whiskeys already or if this is – 11 o'clock in the morning and it's your first whiskey of the day your yeah, palate is going to be 11 8 nine, nine, 10, 10, whatever exactly we're working from, we all work from home now so it could be anytime <laughs> i know i know me too uh, so your first was your first sip if it is your first drink of the day is going to be quite shocking on your palate so you want to acclimate your palate a little bit so the first sip kind of disregard that one 
Second mm. sip, your palate's going to start acclimating. And it's really between the second and third sip is where you're going to start picking up flavors. Yeah. So instead of taking, pouring yourself a whiskey, not smelling it and taking a big gulp of it, yeah. you're not going to get a full experience as you would with smelling it first of all, taking a couple of small mm. sips um, and kind of like taking your time to get to know your whiskey. So after that, once you've done this, and this is personal preference, but I like to do it as, as an experiment because especially if you're at home, which I would say most people are at this point, um, if it's your whiskey, you're not you're not working with two ounces in a glass. You're working with a, a bottle. You can play around with it you, and you can decide exactly what your sweet spot is. Hmm. So water is your friend. <laughs> too much water is not your friend. And sometimes you'll not want water at all but it's good for you to get to know if you like water in a a particular expression or if you don't and if you want ice in it or if you don't so with this whiskey that we're tasting currently 48 percent it could have a little bit of water in it um actually our master distiller and the guys that actually make Aberlour in scotland they will add water to all of our whiskeys whether it's 40% ABV or 62% ABV. Um, really? And that's their their way of drinking is to add water. But just a drop, so, probably a, a few drops, right? They don't do too much, right? I'm assuming? A few drops, which is why the, the droppers are really great because you can control how much you put in. If you're trying to pour from a, a glass of water into your glass of whiskey, it's gonna you're going to drown your whiskey. And that's probably why people think don't add water it's too much it's not going to be great for your whiskey when you can control it and you can add in one two three you can actually count how many drops of water that you want to put in taste it again see what you think about it it changes your whiskey so you're going to have different drinking experiences with the same one whiskey so you Gemma, can have multiple experiences with i'm in I'm a, so the the gentleman no I I add ice because I always feel warm so I like to just mm-hmm. cool things down slightly but one cube no water just cube it becomes water eventually and as soon as I added just a snippet of a cube right now I it'll, I always taste vanilla and everything and this opened up vanilla big time for some reason as soon as I put yeah. a little bit of ice in there so I don't know if that's a thing but <laughs> so <laughs> it's just ice is right? complicated yeah. ice is quite complicated actually because. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, freezer burn, you know that. <laughs> so I actually gave you fresh ice cubes today. I dumped them all last night and refroze them today. <laughs> so that, that is like one big thing that's going to ruin oh, your whiskey. Good. Obviously, if you've got really not great ice and you've got that horrible yeah. flavored, ugh, it's horrible. Um, and I've definitely had that before in, you know, at home when you, <clears throat> you, you forgot how long your ice is in the freezer for. Um if you're in a bar, this typically doesn't happen because they're using uh, good, high-quality ice. A lot of times when you're in, especially um, cocktail bars or whiskey bars, they'll give you the giant ice cube. Yeah. It's like yeah. a two-by-two two cube. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has its purpose as well. Yes, exactly like that one. It has its purpose too because it doesn't dilute as much it takes a, a lot longer to dilute so it's chilling your whiskey down but it's not watering your whiskey down too much so there's there's a whole science behind adding mm-hmm. ice as well what you like to do is have that little dilution with the coldness and that little bit of water added to it mm. where if you put in like 
handful of ice cubes that's going to be far too cold for you and it'll be diluted really really fast and you won't enjoy you probably won't enjoy your whiskey that way and everybody's different so what I like to do is we'll do the steps again nose your whiskey taste your whiskey add some water to it and then after you feel like you've got to know it and kind of understand what this whiskey is then you can start adding ice to it if you want but understand that you're changing the 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 makeup of the whiskey changes when you change the temperature yeah so if you add too much ice to your whiskey like those giant cubes it actually anesthetizes your palate as well so when that when the, the liquid becomes so cold you can't physically pick up as much flavor as you would with a room temperature spirit or liquid hmm does that make sense? It makes perfect yep. sense. You know, and then the big ice cube makes sense for someone like me who wants it cool, doesn't want the water added, but wants it cooler, slightly cooler. And yeah. and I sip on it. I t- I'll, I'll sip. Okay, that makes perfect and sense. And it, it's, it's a little frustrating because the colder it is, the less flavor you're going to be able to experience. But if you if you want a cold drink, you have to do it like that, right? Yeah. If you, want, then, if you want it to be cold in your hands, yes, you yes. have to kind of... Um, you have to pass off. Do you want it to be cold or do you want to get the maximum amount of flavor out of this? I really like this. It's growing on me. Do you like flavor or you want a cold drink? You know, with the big ice cube, I think Gemma just hit it. You get that sweet spot. If you don't want it, you want it, you get it cooler a little bit. And then, but it's not too watered down. And that's where I like to be. But then it has to be in a wider open glass. So then the yeah. f- smell diffuses a bit. I completely understand that. That's, exactly. that's a challenge. And so this is interesting because if you're in a bar and you're trying a whiskey that you've never tasted before, I, I always tell people, order neat and order water and ice on the side. Don't yeah. order your whiskey with a big chunk of ice in it if you've never tasted it before. This is completely different if this is your go-to whiskey and you know it inside out, back to front, upside down. You've had it a hundred different ways. And I do it with with uh, lots of different Aberlauers. I'll, I'll have lots of them over ice. I'll have them in cocktails and highballs because I know what they taste like and I know what I'm expecting, but I won't do it for a whiskey that I've never tasted before because you're okay. not really giving it the chance. You're not giving it a good opportunity to shine if you're going to um, make it freezing cold or you're going to add yeah. a whole load of water yeah. to it. So it's, it's almost like cooking. You don't want to start adding too much salt and pepper and stuff into your soup if you haven't tasted it first. Right? But I will admit, you didn't, you didn't give me all this information when we first started so I drank my my first one really fast. So with the second whiskey, I'm being a lush. Yeah, with okay. the second whiskey, um, I want to follow those processes. Nice. So second, you have to with the second one. I have to because everything you just explained made total sense. So I want to yeah. try it with the second one. So okay, the so the, the next one, if you're all ready to oh, yeah, go on to the next one, uh, this is special. This one has only been released just over a year um and it was up until very recently it was a a u.s exclusive Uh, so it was only available in america and it's cast strength this whiskey this goes back to the original question of the difference between uh bourbon cask influence and sherry cask influence so that actually the next two whiskeys that we have one is whiskey that's aged solely in ex-bourbon barrels or american oak and the other one is solely aged in Oloroso sherry or European oak. So you're going okay. to taste the same whiskey. It's exactly the same thing that we distill, 
but you'll see the massive difference that the two different barrels impart on this whiskey. So the first one is Aberlauer Abuna Alba, and it's going to be the one that's lightest in colour. Yep. It's almost mm. like sunshine in a bottle. <laughs> I like that one. Does the color have anything to do with the taste? I mean, uh, okay, that's that's good. Of, of course it does. Does the color have anything to do with the <laughs> the harshness of the or the smoothness of the? That's a bad word. Harshness is a bad word. No, it's not. I'm just trying to make Jeez. Anthony feel good, man. He's we're just trying to get the hair to grow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Come on. <laughs> I, no, I, I know. I don't. What's the proper term? Uh, not. I like this stuff. Um, I'm probably the. I'm slightly older than these guys. I've been drinking this for a while, so. <laughs> He's been drinking since he was an infant. Okay, so. I think maybe maybe intensity would be. Would that intensity. be a better word? No, I like it. You sound you word. sound smarter than me, so let's go with that. <laughs> I like so, it. So, um, your question. I think. I think what I think you mean is, um, can you kind of discern? things from the color of the whiskey without tasting it yes. can you can you kind of like yes. decide is it going to be strong is it going to be weak is it going to be heavy in flavor or light in flavor oh. and the answer you'll see when you taste this whiskey is the smells sweet know. from just the beginning i haven't tasted it yet but so again remember with this one it's a cask strength whiskey so we haven't added any water to this this is directly from the barrel into the bottle okay so this is why we want you to add water, but not until you've tasted it first. So he knows it like we like we talked about. Give it a couple of small sips. And then when you're ready, add a couple of drops of water to it and taste it again. Oh, so this is this mm. opens up. You take it and it opens up in the back of your throat. That's what I feel like. It slips, 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 boom, back of the throat. Then it opens so up. So this is I oh, love yeah, this one geez. so much because, oh, wow. because it's so light in color, it really kind of throws people. It, it cut me off. Woof. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's an intense whiskey. It is it is big. But what I love about this is um it's, it's kind of like a all year type of whiskey. You'll know what I mean more when we taste the next the next is it, whiskey. Is that lighter the next, then? Like lighter even in feel, is what you're saying? It's well, the color throws people first of all, because obviously mm-hmm. you, you kind of like judge things and you taste things with your eyes first before yeah. you actually taste it. Yes. Um the texture of this is different. So a, a big thing with whiskey that's been aged in sherry casks is it, it brings this kind of viscosity to the whiskey mm. that you okay. don't get as much when it's been aged in an ex-bourbon barrel or American oak cask. Um, so you'll see with this one, it's quite, it's a big whiskey, but it, it's light it lingers. on the yes. It lingers. I'm sorry. And yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you, like, like, Joe. Anthony's going to look like James Harden by the end of this episode. Wow. <laughs> wow. Beard. I'm sorry. Wow. This thing, it just, it, you drink it and it just keeps, you just keep keeps going. It. This is your style though, right? <laughs> Anthony, this is you. It is. Like, it, but it's so much. Yeah, this might be the wrong word, Gemma. So please, yeah. It, but it's so much smoother than the other whiskeys that when you you continue to taste later, yeah. Like this just keeps on. It just keeps on. Like it's a gift that keeps on giving. How about it's, that, Gemma? It's Welcome really him to the club. I love comparing these two whiskeys. So if possible, if you can have two glasses that you can taste this one and the next one side by side, it's really great because um, 
basically these two whiskies make up the DNA of what Aberlour is. These mm. two fully matured whiskies married together. But I love tasting them on their own because it, it means that you can taste with with a Buna Alba, for instance. To me, this is all orchard fruits. It's like peaches and apricots and um, kind of more summery sort of notes. And you get that lovely white pepper spice off this as well. Uh, it's a high spice. It is high alcohol as well, so it can be a little tricky sometimes to figure out, is it spice, like, is it baking spice, is it pepper spice, or is it alcohol? Interesting, yeah. And I'm trying to figure that out, because I like the spice, but I'm trying to figure out, is it the alcohol intensity, potentially? So, one way to figure it out is to lower the alcohol content by adding a little water. Interesting. Ah, Okay. And and if you will indulge me, hold your glass. I know that most people won't be able to see this, but hold your glass at eye level when you're adding your water in and you'll actually see the oils start to break open inside your, your whiskey. I'm learning so much. So just I'm learning so right much. Like this. Yeah. And then just add wort the water. Just drop it in. To our millions of listeners, what we're doing is we're holding the glass up eye level, dropping in a one drop at a time and boom, I do see it. Gemma, you're, Oh, oh wow. spot on. You can see it. Right. Wow. Oh, this is amazing. I like it. It's like a science project. I don't like adding water to my scotch and whiskey. I don't, I don't like adding water. But um, I am I am so hot. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> cool. Like, I, I, I just got so caught right here. We drank we drank a lot of whiskeys on here, though. We drank a lot of whiskeys. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I have, I typically have my, like, uh, yay or nay. I'm watching it's, everyone's expression. Like, yeah, it, it's either yay or nay with me. And and this, like, it, it it's almost it does it is like I said earlier, a gift that keeps on giving. Like it just you, you taste it, you like, woo, okay, this is good. You it goes down. There too, Anthony. I'm about to. I don't know. I, I, I I'm Girl, I'm just man. so caught right here. Yeah. Wow, Anthony shook, man. <laughs> I love it. I love that, and you know, I'm so excited for you to try the next one because it's so different. Completely different. But what I noticed off this one when I added water to it, coconut, a big blast of coconut as soon as I added water to it. I might be able to get my wife to drink some scotch. All right. (laughs) (laughs) And it's actually, this might not be the best one to begin with, but Aberlour 12 is amazing for people that would classify themselves as not big whiskey drinkers or even mm, not okay. whiskey drinkers in general, the 12 year old seems to be almost like a one size fits all, mm, whether you're okay. a whiskey aficionado or a, or a wine drinker that never touches it. The 12 year is really good. This one is a, you kind of need to graduate to this a little, but you can't throw her in at the deep end with cast strength whiskey. No. Anthony, Anthony won. You won him. He's got him. You had him yeah, at like I, drink. I, I, I'm about to, about to order a case. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I'm about to give this as for a Christmas gift later this year. To himself. <laughs> so, uh, it's so complex. Say, say again? And that is color wise. We don't add anything to this. So that lovely light sunshine color that's mm. just coming from the ex bourbon barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, this whiskey, we don't add anything to it and we don't take anything away from it. We do. So there's, you're probably familiar with the term chill filtration. You might have heard mm-hmm. other people use that before. We don't chill filter this whiskey. We do filter it. You have to filter it to make sure you're not getting chunks of wood into yeah. the bottle. But we don't chill filter it. So it means we're not removing any of those fatty acids that naturally occur in the whiskey mm-hmm. um and that 
again, there's schools of thought around this, whether it's it's a good thing or a bad thing, or if you should or you shouldn't do it. Um, and I, f- I feel like we're moving a lot more towards the the more natural, non-chill filtered styles of whiskey because people are becoming more educated about what they're drinking and, and they want to taste it in its kind of natural form. So we don't chill filter this one and we don't chill filter the next one that we're going to try either. And it means that it's kind of holding on to uh, those fattier acids. But you might see sometimes whenever you do add water to whiskeys that haven't been chill filtered, they, they, they move from being completely clear to a little bit, um, what's the word? Translucent? A little bit cloudy in the glass. Yeah. Big words, big words. I like it. Big words. <laughs> small words here. <laughs> no, this is nice. It's it's it has an initial kind of okay. So <clears throat> it has an initial kind of. I, it feels like it's going to attack the back of the throat. That so, it, but then it softens yes. and it swirls. That's what mm-hmm. I'm finding. Right. So it this feels like it's going to be blunt, it, yeah. but it's yes. not. It, no, it's not. And it's it right. It. So it. It kind of, it kind of has. It's like a small bite mm. at from the beginning, yeah. and then, and then you drink it, and you're just like okay, and it, you you feel a little, you feel a little bit more of a bite at you know as it goes down, but it does, but it just keeps on giving you something. It's a gift. It, it, it is a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep on saying. I just gonna we're gonna post this in our in our in our in our IG nice. post. I'm like this is the gift that keeps on giving. Oh my! It's, I had to mark this. I had to mark this one. I marked this one as one I'm going to buy yeah. right away. I love, <laughs> like, that. I love it. So uh, what I should say about this one and actually the next one as well, they're both batched whiskeys. So because we're not adding or removing anything from the whiskey, when we make a batch, we put the batch number on the front of the bottle um, and every batch is going to be slightly different from the next. So the ABV will change and the flavor profile will change slightly. So we do want consistency, obviously. We want you to have the experience that you're having now and continue to have that experience, but we also want to celebrate the differences batch on batch um, and it can get really nerdy if you if you have time and you want to go down the Reddit rabbit hole of Aberlour Abuna um, and the different batch numbers. You can definitely spend interesting seven weeks <laughs> down that rabbit hole. And we're transitioning. Oh, sorry. As we're going to the next one, how many, how many are in the portfolio? Portfolio here. I mean, there are quite a few so, on the website. Alba, um, in our range, we have six in the US, I believe. Let me just double check. We've got the, the 12-year-old, the 16-year-old, the 18-year-old, Kaz Ganam, Abuna, and Abuna Alba. Mm-hmm. So we've got six currently available in the US. Um, and then Abuna Alba, we are on batch number two in the US. And Abuna, which is Ooh. the first, the original release, Abuna is up to, I believe, batch 66. Wow. So we've been making okay. this one wow. since the 90s where Abuna Alba, the one that you just tasted, um, we only released that last year. And how long? Okay, so... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. So go, no, no, no. Because uh, I was about to say, Gemma, you just, you caught me with this with this Abuna Alba. And this next one, I hope it catches me. Uh, it, it tops this way. one. It's very Okay. All right. I, I mean, okay. because... When we released Alba, we knew that this was going to shake things up because Abuna has almost like a cult following since we released it in the 90s. It's had people just 
die for this whiskey. They're so excited about it and they love um, collecting the different batches. They love tasting them side by side. Um, and it kind of took the Scotch whiskey world by storm almost because we were cask strength, non-chill filtered, just all Oloroso sherry cask. Um, and unlike almost anything that was on the market, at least at that time, we were, I think we were the only one at that time when it was released and neither, there's still only a handful of uh, cast strength sherry cask matured whiskies, but Abuna still continues to clean up in awards constantly. Every year we're winning awards. Um, the flavor profile is completely different. So when we released Abuna Alba, we knew Abuna lovers are gonna be, we're, I don't really know how how what they expect when we release this, um, but we kind of wanted to welcome new people into the fold as well. Like the flavor profiles are so starkly different from each other that you might not you you will have a favorite, but you mm. can also have a favorite as a, a time of day or a a favorite occasion that you want to drink these on because they are so different from each other. So it's very distinct about flavor. The okay, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're talking about the abuna, but I just well, for our listeners who already caught me going crazy over this abuna, <laughs> like, this is I I am I am still good. mind blown. I'm trying. I'm I wow. Wow, <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to send my bottle to Anthony. That's how it is. Yeah, you really are. <laughs> <laughs> I am so no, but it's so distinct, right? It has personality, right? Like you, if you have, it's just perfect the first way one. Of saying it. The first yes. one is good. You know, the Kask Anam is that how you Kask Anam? That's good. It's good. It was nice as nice. Everything going on was just pleasant enough for it's not punching. This is like it comes in and it it, it dictates your viewership. <laughs> it dictates your attention, and and I like wow. it. I that's like a, this. That's how you say it from a media. We, we, we're, we're, we, we're media guys too. <laughs> yeah. So this is that is a way of explaining. So it. it commands wow. your attention, which it, I and it, it in a, and it smooths it out. It doesn't just do it in a blunt yeah. way. It commands your attention, and and it in in a an ex. You know, in a kind way, <laughs> without being too it's, aggressive. It, and, and, the, and the great part, and I, and I hope our listeners catch it, is that how ex- how excited we are about this one. Yeah, <laughs> we, haven't, good. we haven't really been excited about a lot of whiskeys before. So, let, so let's do this. Let's dive into the abuna. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Abuna. So abuna. An easy way. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this on air. Do it. Do it. So you can go for you it. Can cut it if there's like. Um, no, go for trade it. Trademark restrictions or something on this, but the easiest way to say this was here to remember how to say it is think of the Lion King, Abuna Matata. And the reason that we've had to kind of come up with this is spelling is A apostrophe B U N A D H. Lots of letters. It's Scots Gaelic. It is very confusing if oh, you're not gotcha. from Scotland or Scottish, um, Scots Gaelic, Irish Gaelic are quite similar languages. And I actually grew up speaking Irish or, or Gaelic. Um, okay. So for me, it's, it's easy to read because I, I understand the, the, the way that things are worded, but the amount of tastings that I've done with people that have, there's a thousand different ways that people pronounce this whiskey. So, Buna Matata is the easiest way to remember it. <laughs> I love it. So, when, when Disney sends us a, a, a bill, we'll send it to you. 
<laughs> I can get my eight year old drinking. I'm just kidding. You'll be like, oh, that's, uh, I knew I loved that song mm. for a reason. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, let's dive, in, let's dive into the, yeah, the next one. So, the next one, the, the difference between Abuna and Abuna Alba, Alba being the one that we just tasted, um, Abuna actually means original or of the origin in Scots Gaelic, and Alba actually means Scotland in Scottish, or uh, Alba is also in reference to Quercus Alba, which is the Latin for American oak. So that's the re- that's why we named it Abuna Alba. Abuna then, the last one that we're going to taste, and the darker one in colour, the original, or of the origin. I already mentioned that this has been made since the 90s, and we've been making batches of this since then so we're up to about batch 66 mm. at the moment um this is whiskey that's been fully matured in oloroso sherry casks european oak um color wise i mean you just have to look at the two you can see one is sunshine in a bottle and one is almost like raisins it's mm. it's quite okay, dark in yeah. color um there's the smell so the smell is definitely totally different yeah. right now this so, smells like it's going to be a a blunter taste and in an intensity. Oh, is that I'm, what you're I'm, I'm messing up the words. It's going to be more intense, and we'll probably have less of that swirl at the end. It's gonna it's gonna go and be who it is. We're doing predictions right now. We do a lot of these. <laughs> That's right. So what I experienced when I taste this again, knows your whiskey, knows it, knows it, knows it, and then we're going to taste it. What I experience when I taste this whiskey without adding any water or ice to it is that you get high spice on the tip of your tongue. Yeah. It dehydrates the center of your palate and it almost makes your mouth water at the sides. So you're getting this whole kind of experience happening at once. Spicy tip, dry in the center and like watery intensity at the sides. I'm not getting as much of the alcohol in in the smell. Right, like it, it's even when I put the, my nose, I'm getting more when I go I, too I, far. I, are you? Yeah, when I go too, I think I'm going no. too far. Maybe no, I, I got I, that I Indian the, nose, I, so you know it's bigger. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, Gemma. Don't, don't excuse us. <laughs> Should be getting more because this is higher really? alcohol content. It's, it's it, it definitely smells like it. Yeah, but you can be tricked with this one because um, on the nose, this is much more uh, dried fruits. It's more yeah. uh, uh, raisins okay. and uh, That's like apricot or something. There's something going on. Some fruits is, that I don't yeah, typically I, eat. I didn't. I didn't get the 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 intensity as like the other sussy the the Cascanon. I didn't Cascanon. get that initially. Sorry, I, I, I'm new to the game, baby. Okay, I'm new. Okay, hey, we're not this, judging. It's all good. It sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is great. That is great. All right, hold on. Let, let, let's, we're uh, going in. Let's, we're taking, lady and gentlemen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's, let's do this. So different. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Wow. Totally different. Oh, totally. Whoa. So, Anthony, from our taste first. test together, this is something I think you would like the most of these three. No, I don't. From what? After. Well, Gemma took us to the mountaintop. Yeah. And now, and for, for me, and and so the, the bar is this, the, help, help me out, Gemma. But see, here's the funny thing. Uh, Abuna, Abuna, Abuna Alba, the Alba, the Alba. That's what I would typically drink. That, that flavor profile. No, I, but you're in there drink, now. That's. Now I'm in there. So Clyde, this, Clyde, our little boy is growing up. That 
I know. Right? I'm, I'm, he's a man now. He's a man. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. All right. That was the first sip. Let me take the second sip. Okay. Jeez. This is so Gemma. Hard time. He makes fun of it. So he thinks, it, you know, it's different. He thinks I like the softer liquors, right? I like, I think I've just graduated over time. I'm like, I don't need that bluntness because, you know, my 20s, I liked it. Not anymore. I like the smoothness of the Abuna Alba. I like, I love, that's perfect for me. Wow, what? This is, this for me right now is smoother yeah. than the Alba. Interesting. That's what it's I was so, just about to say. Actually, a lot of people say like Abuna is smoother. I don't love the word smooth because it's. Okay. Give, us, give me the word, Jevin. Overused word in the yeah. drinks industry. And it's different yeah, it person on person. Everybody's interpretation of smooth is different, but. Anthony says what, everything is small. What I notice is uh, <laughs> a lot smooth, of people whatever. use smooth when they're talking about um, texture of the whiskey. And this mm. texture is quite silky, quite viscous. Buttery, so yeah, something, yeah. Smoother in your mouth. Does that make are sense? More, are there more oils in this one? Is that a weird question? It's, it's it feels not, oilier. So there. <laughs> Silkier. Yes, yes, well, and, well, yes and no. We don't add. Is, Anything uh, to the yeah. whiskey. So we're not yes. adding in oils, but there is more of an oiliness from this whiskey. I understand what you mean. And there's, it's woodsier. It feels has like a woodsier yeah. approach yes, to life. It, it, <laughs> okay, well then, there, then there's that. Okay. So the other one, if you still have Alba in your other glass, yes. and you can nose them side by side, you'll see Alba's like summertime, like sitting in your back garden. Yes. Easy breezy. And Abuna is more kind of, to me, it's more of a um, sitting by the fire or like wintertime cozy sort Mm. of whiskey. I like it. I like it. So I would say Abuna Alba is more like you're writing something nice to your wife under a tree. (laughs) And Abuna is the tree that's been through like some hard times. That's what I'm coming with. Game of Thrones? (laughs) No, I'm just saying. It's just like, I'm here. I've been through it. Let's dance. Right? And the, you know, the other one's like, hey, here's a soft love letter, honey. I don't, I don't, I don't. With a big punch in the face after. Just trying to make it relatable to our audience. Yeah. It's like a fool's playlist. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm the R&B guy. You yeah, can tell. It's Anthony's, Anthony's playlist. <laughs> so if you haven't already, add a little water to this one. Okay. Um, same thing. If you if you watch it when you put the water in, you'll, you'll see the oils open up. Uh, and this is why I like to show people this um, when they say that they don't like adding water to the whiskey because you can actually see the change happening in your glass. I almost feel like I didn't see as much happen on this one versus the last one. Am I wrong? No, no, no. I, I see something. You see no, something? I see it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I missed I it. Let me, let me do that again. I have to say, Gemma, I've been on I've been on this probably 13, 14 taste test type of things. Like, I, I did the whiskey experience in Scotland, right? And um, you're good. Oh, this, you're fun. This is great. Jesus, this is. Oh, I see it. I, I get it. I get it. I, I bet, yeah, like this is this is probably I one of three. the best whiskey tastings I've ever done. Oh, that's so lovely. Like, Thank you. Like because the the conversation and, and explanation, and maybe it's. Maybe it's because you blew my mind with the, the album. The album. Um, we're getting a case of that. You can tell, right? Four bottles each. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> it, it's, we're going when we're, we're able to do the recording in person again. We'll probably be drinking the Alba. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Alba is um, at least for me. I will be. The way that I've been drinking it recently is with highballs. 
So this goes back to the, should you play with your whiskey? Should you add anything to it? I love this. I high roll tons of ice. Uh, Really? Nice soda water, good quality soda water, and then a twist of grapefruit. And it is what? Gemma, Summer's Gemma, <laughs> Gemma. Jim, what's going on? Like your review is coming up right now, right? So I'm going to have to talk to you. Bo- I'm kidding. <laughs> really? You would add soda to this? Yes. I thought soda was like, hey, distinct, distinctly soda. reserved for the Johnny Walker Black Label. Not not throwing any shade at them. I'm just saying at this reserve, people yeah, add yes. soda to that. <laughs> not so, to these refined. If your soda water is a high quality soda water. Interesting. Good. Okay. So soda water is still in the game as you get sophisticated. Yeah, you, you're not. Yeah. Um, you. Now, I have to be careful with this because obviously you're diluting we get, whiskey. Right? We can edit it out. <laughs> um, but with particular whiskeys, you're going to bring out more flavor. So I will challenge you with this. Um, when our master distillers, our master blenders are at the distillery and they're tasting whiskey from the cask. And they're checking to see, is this barrel kind of behaving as it should? Is it is it going in the right direction that we want it to go in? Um, is there anything wrong? There, You know, sometimes there can be something wrong with the barrel. They need to check. They're actually diluting that. So they take a sample out of the barrel and they dilute it with water till about 20 to 22% ABV. Right? Oh, really? wow. Okay. It's not what you or I would want to drink at. But okay. it's a um, it's an argument almost to the whiskey soda because that is the masters, the people that are actually making the stuff. That's where they're able to pick up the most amount of flavor. So they get those really delicate, soft notes that you don't quite pick up when it's got 40 or 50 or 60 percent ABV. So it's not high. I will always drink it, but I definitely enjoy. And the other thing is it's a cask strength whiskey. So you're adding soda water to this. You might be bringing it down to, you might get it to like 40%. You might get it to 35%, but you're still getting a good, strong whiskey versus if you start with a 40%, a whiskey at 40% and then add soda water, you might be bringing it down to 15 or 20%. Yeah. So, so um, truly in a can. Okay. <laughs> you want, you, I'll say Gemma, you won Anthony and I don't know where Clyde is, but Abuna Alba, mm. Perfect. That is, we're getting, we're getting. That's. Really I, agree. I agree with that. I agree with it. That's that. like you. Like that's this. That is mind blowing. The also for I, me right I, now. I, if maybe it's just, maybe because we were you're typically we're talking shop and we're talking business and then we're drinking and then we you know but we're being guided through this process mm-hmm. so I think that helps tremendously so but with that being said this is I hate to say this right now Gemma. This is what a fool has mentioned and Clyde oh, over over many episodes about pause, pause. about some of our tastings that we've had, and now now I'm now I get you it. see what I'm saying. So it was nothing. It was no shade at you. I just felt I was gonna wait till he grows up, little kid. Hey, my guy's in high school. I'll get him to college and then beyond. Right? I was just waiting. I was waiting. I'm at the curb waiting for you to get off the bus. You're off, baby. Get in the car now. Wow. Because <laughs> even even this this is this is good. It, it is I. I after taking two taste, uh, two sips, excuse me, I've like I'm I'm tasting more. I don't. Know, is it you said f- like fruit or or, or, I get, or something? Yeah, like, it's a lot of dry. Uh, yeah, this. Yes, um, that's what I'm getting right now. Okay, and, and uh, obviously you do get oak off this, so you get that woodsy sort of no coming through. I get 
tons of baking spices like nutmeg and cinnamon, ginger, uh, dark chocolate. Ginger, this yeah, one. Yeah. Burnt orange is a big note that I get. This is, yeah. Oh, man. But, me, so what yeah. I said about highball with the Alba, I would never, ever, ever, ever do a highball with the Buna. It just would no, it's pretty. So it's beautiful. This is, this is, would you, you know, in this, I, I, I was at a family, actually not a family, where it was like three of us, <laughs> and we were talking. Would this be something that, you would match with certain kind of food, this, this abuna, like it would it be like, Hey, I'm gonna have a dessert. I'm having a whole bunch of dessert. Would you have this with the dessert? dessert. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to say, I don't want to say what kind of dessert. Like I, I'm, I'm a sweet potato pie guy. Crimble, crimble. Oh, oh actually, oh, um, our Aberlour 18 year old tastes like creme brulee. So if, if it was creme brulee that was available, I would try to find, the, our 18 year old to go with that because it's fantastic mm. this one is um yes definitely it'll go with sweet desserts it'll go with um cheeses nice kind of hard cheeses um you know when you get a, a cheese board and you get honey and figs and nuts mm. a lot yep. of those things you'll, you'll kind of find in a buna so a cheese board will work really well with this whiskey as well. I put cheese in the dessert category because I love cheese. So uh, <laughs> definitely Gemma. does work with sweets. So Gemma, this, this oh. has been. Oh no 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 no, Clyde. <laughs> let me let me let me do one thing. Let me do Gemma. So Anthony opened up. He opened the sophisticated side of the foods that you pair with this, right? So. You're near the UK area, right? You know my people. I'm South Asian, right? So a lot of times we (laughs) will pair spicy nuts or spicy finger food like that with like a good scotch. Are we destroying the flavor? Are we are we are we interrupting what's supposed to be happening? Dance for our listeners. For 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 the listeners, Gemma gave us the face. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, is that because I know a lot of people like that. That have culture. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Gemma, are we doing, is that something? Because there's like a lot of like peanuts, spicy peanuts or whatever it is. Like you add that to this, right? So it's going to, everything is going to affect everything. So whether adding water, adding ice, adding Coca-Cola or soda water, whatever, everything's going to change the experience that you're having. So it's whether you prefer high that taste when you versus neat. So if you're just drinking that whiskey on its own, if you love it that way, and then the next time you have it, you've got spicy peanuts and the whiskey. Your whiskey's going to taste completely different than it did before because you're adding things to your palate. So it, it's not to say that it's wrong, but it goes back to if you want to give your whiskey a chance. Got so it. <laughs> got it. I get it. I get it. That was a polite way of saying no. It's funny. I feel like we, we need to start saying where these whiskeys match well with other things, mm-hmm. right? Like this, like this. Clyde's not going to let you, but yes. Yeah, he's not, he's not, he's going to cut me off. But this was so, to me, like the first thing after the, after the last taste, I was like, wow, this will go great with some kind of like, uh, like cake or pie that's, you know, has a certain level of sweetness to it. 
that was like this, this for me and automatically in my mind i was like thanksgiving dinner yeah. it's going down <laughs> anthony's <laughs> thinking anthony's thinking thanksgiving i'm thinking dwight howard but hey well let's go on to the next thing uh, Ty, what were you saying <laughs> Sorry. All right, go ahead, man. Take us <laughs> Bring us back. To Take earth. us out. Bring us back to earth. Now, I was just saying, Jim, I want you to um, close us out. Like, this has been great. Great experience. Um, I think you can tell we enjoyed it truly. Uh, we learned a lot. Um, what, leave us with some wise words from. From our father, James Fleming. Oh, 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 oh. But now you're under, you're under the Chavez umbrellas, right? You're under the Chavez brothers umbrella. So many multiple owners over the time. Uh, our whiskey is made by Chavez Brothers Limited. Um, yeah. Chavez Brothers includes uh, the Glenlivet and Chavez, yep. Scapa, uh, Longmore, lots and lots of delicious A lot of people whiskey. don't know that. I'm glad you're, yeah, you're bringing that up. Yeah. Um, and in the U.S., we would be we'd be better known as being under the Pernod Ricard umbrella. It's, not, it's it. a little complicated, but Pernod Ricard okay. is the parent company and Chivas Brothers Limited is the uh, the people that actually make the whiskey. So uh, Aberlour was founded in 1879 by a guy called James Fleming. We're not going to go on for 100 years talking about this. I just want to leave you with his family motto. So that was... Uh, let the deed show or what we like to we've kind of updated it to modern lingo um, to living louder than words so he was a man that made incredible whiskey but he also gave back to his community he built things and he left things so he built a hospital he built a community hall and he built a footbridge to walk across the river spay um, for people you know to cross the river safely without having to injure themselves the river spay is one of the fastest flowing rivers in scotland so it's very dangerous um and that legacy still lives on in the town of aberlour today so whilst we love talking about the whiskey and we love drinking the whiskey and uh having those convivial moments we also like to remember james fleming and kind of bring his attitude into everything that we do like what what would james fleming do what what would he do if he was alive today and he would absolutely be doing things to to kind of help out and change the world and leave the world in a better place so that's what um i would like to toast to living louder than words or actions speak louder than words awesome so fun this is amazing by the way you you so wonderfully guided us through the entire journey yes beautiful i love Thank it you. and you converted me to a different kind of you got Anthony and I yeah we got Abuna 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 (laughs) (laughs) and like that ladies and gentlemen this has been the Whiskey Hue we want to thank our special guest Jim Cole from Ablar um, who's gave us great knowledge information make sure you go unbelievable whiskeyhue.com check us out on all platforms we'll put a link on so that you can find the whiskey that we featured today uh, each of each of the whiskeys that we featured today the Ablor and uh, thank you have a great day thank okay. you